This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 6. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Now, I'm recording this episode in Cairo as we speak, but when the episode goes out live, I'm actually going to be back in London for the first time in, well, uh, it's been quite some time actually, and I'm really looking forward to being back there. Apparently it's quite cold, I'm going to have to pack my heavy coat and it's going to be quite a a, a, a change from Cairo when it's already up, way up past 30 degrees. But anyway, enough talk about the weather, let's get to today's question from Marcelo. Hey Oli, hey everyone, it's Marcelo Piaz here from Brazil. I've been learning English for the past two years, and my question is, now that I, that I am at, a, at an intermediate level, should I, which one is better, uh, intensive versus uh, extensive reading, and why? That's it, thanks. Marcelo, thank you so much for your question, and the first thing I want to say is congratulations for your English, because I think for the short amount of time that you've been studying, you've done a really good job, so well done, man. And... Thanks for such a great question as well. Now, it's about reading, and and Marcelo asked specifically about extensive versus intensive reading. So let's talk about for a minute about what this actually means. Now, this is a concept that comes from the classroom. It's a, it's a teaching concept. And what it does is it talks about the different kinds of reading that students can generally be asked to do. So let's start with extensive reading. Now, what extensive reading is, is when you read widely on a topic of interest. So maybe you, you like novels, so you read lots of novels. Maybe you like uh, ships, so you read books on ships. I don't know, whatever it may be. The point is that you're covering a lot of material and you're reading a lot. Now, there are obviously huge advantages to this, uh, some of which being that you it really does kind of foster a kind of independence because you have to learn to deal with a lot of text, a lot of unknown words. So, uh, yeah, you have to become, a, it makes you a more independent learner. It also gives you exposure to what you would call the whole language. So you're not just looking at a few example sentences of grammar or whatever. You're actually looking at the whole thing, an entire chapter or an entire book. So you get a very complete picture of the of the language that you're studying and the way it's used. Generally, with extensive reading, what you would do is you would probably try not to use a dictionary for most of it, because the idea here is that you're developing the skills you need to actually to actually deal with a lot of a lot of language and cover a lot of ground. So that's extensive reading. Intensive reading is a, is kind of the complete opposite. It's the polar opposite of extensive reading, and this is where it would what what would usually happen inside a classroom. And inside the classroom, the teacher would then ask a student to read a small or a short text in lots and lots of detail. So it might only be one paragraph or it might be one page. And the teacher would ask the student or the students to look at that piece of text in detail and try to understand the language that's being used. They might ask questions like what are known as comprehension questions. So have you understood these different points? Do you understand the grammar that's being used and all the different vocabulary in the text? So Marcelo's question was, well, which should I be doing more of and why? Now, the reality is that obviously both of them are very useful. 
And that the reason is because they pick up on different skills. Uh, with extensive reading, you become much more independent. You get exposed to a lot of the language. With intensive reading, you kind of get to know the nuts and bolts of the language more and you discover more, you know, more, more detail. But here's the thing. In Marcelo's case, he's an intermediate level English learner. And this is something that obviously applies to lots of people because if you're at that intermediate stage, if you've ever been at an intermediate stage in any language, then you're, you might be familiar with something called the intermediate plateau. And this happens to virtually everybody when they learn a language and they get to that intermediate stage it's very very difficult to break through and move from intermediate to advanced i know personally i've been stuck at that intermediate level uh, with lots of different languages and it's and it's and it can be very very frustrating and the, i think the main point is is that when you are at that intermediate plateau you it's very difficult to break through and to really make progress and increase your level with conversation and speaking alone. And the reason is that in daily conversation and daily speech, there is actually a very, very limited amount of language that we actually use. Compared to written language, you know, when we're speaking, it's a very restricted, very small amount of language, and we tend to repeat ourselves, kind of like what I'm doing right now. We tend to repeat ourselves a lot and use only very familiar words or language that we think the other person is going to understand. So if you find yourself, as Marcelo does, at an intermediate stage right now and you're wondering how can you really take your, lang your language to the next level, then the solution, the best solution of all, is to start to read a lot. So this essentially implies that you need to be doing a lot of extensive reading. So it's a great question to ask Marcelo because extensive reading is exactly how you're going to break through the intermediate plateau. Now there's a few caveats because you know it can be difficult to pick up a book and try to plow your way through it. So you need to make sure of a few things. And the first thing that you need to make sure of is that whatever you choose to read, you have to make very sure that it's interesting to you. Because if you're not interested in the topic, if it's something that is in a textbook or something that a teacher gives you or whatever, then you're just you're not going to be able to make it through because it's going to be too too dull for you. All right, so make sure you choose to read stuff that you're actually interested in and ideally something that you would read in Portuguese or or whatever your mother tongue is at the same time. Um, the next thing is try not to use a dictionary as much as possible and that can be tough and it can be difficult for people to, to do because we have this natural tendency to want to understand everything that we're reading but you see the point of extensive reading is not to understand every word but the, the point of extensive reading is to try to take in and soak up as much of the language as you possibly can and the reality is that by using a dictionary you slow yourself down far too much so you really need to try and not use the dictionary and and develop the skill of being able to cope with lots of words that you don't understand and try to infer the meaning and try to understand anyway. It's one of the best things you can possibly do. The other great thing you can do with extensive reading, and it's not always possible, it depends what you can find, but if you can find texts that are slightly beneath your current level, then that's the best thing to be reading. So for example, if you're an intermediate learner, then if possible, you should try to look for texts that are around a, a pre-intermediate or even an elementary level. And 
the best way to do that is by looking for what are called graded readers. And I'll put a couple of links to these in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com episode six. And graded readers deliberately limit the amount of new vocabulary inside the book. Now, lots of people actually criticize graded readers because they're seen as not being completely natural language. But the thing is that at an intermediate level, it can be very difficult to read a native speaker, natural language in a book. And so a lot of people find that by using graded readers and reading material that's slightly on the easy side for you, that that's perfect. Because what you can do then is you can read a lot and you can cover lots and lots of of, of ground and read an awful lot. So 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 three points there. Read something that is of interest to you something that's slightly beneath your level, and then try not to use a dictionary as far as possible. And I'm not saying to ignore intensive reading, but the thing about that is that in reality, if you're reading a lot of books or whatever anyway, then you're going to find yourself reading some certain passages intensively, because some things you're just going to want to understand, and so you're going to find yourself going back over them many, many times. So I hope that's helpful, Marcelo. Thanks very much for your question. It's a great question. And if you would like to ask me a question, then you can. I'll do my best to answer it. You can go over to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash ask, and there you'll find a widget where you can leave me a voicemail question about anything, preferably language learning related, and I'll answer it here on the podcast. Now, also to celebrate the launch of the podcast, I'm giving away three free copies of my Language Learning Foundations video course worth $97. And this is the course that I wish I had when I started learning foreign languages all those years ago. And it walks you through now everything that I've learned about learning languages quickly. And I'm giving away three free copies. If you'd like to be in with a chance of winning one, here's what you have to do. Simply go to iTunes. And within iTunes, search for the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Once you've found it, you need to leave me a star rating and then a review. And if you do both those things and also leave your name in the review as well so that I can, I can, I can find you later, leave me the star rating and the review. And then after episode 10 of the podcast, I'm going to choose three lucky people from around the world and they will each win a copy of my video course. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a bit of a bit of further reading to do, a little resource or a, or a website or a, a quote of some kind that's on the topic of the episode so that you can look further into it if you want to. And today's question was on the topic of reading. And so the resource I want to give you today is a fantastic talk given by my friend Alex Rawlings at the Polyglot gathering in Berlin last year in 2014. This was a great talk because what Alex did is he talked about some of the uh, some of the, his experiences of learning German at university and talked about the different strategies that he'd used to cope with some really very very difficult texts. So if you'd like to have a look at this video, I think the presentation is about uh, about 45 minutes to an hour long. It's well worth it. It's a lot of a lot of gold dust in there. And if you'd like to check out this video, then head over to the show notes, which are at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode six, and I'll include a link to the video there. It's really, really great and well worth your time. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you next week for episode seven of the I Will Teach You A Language podcast. Take care.